Um, so today I was going to talk about marriage. We have our mini marriage conference coming up on this, this Saturday. And <clears throat> I, <laughs> I was going to talk about something else today and then I got led to change what I was going to speak about to speak about marriage. Um, so <clears throat> this book, it's called The Five Love Languages. I know that there's a lot of us that have read this book. I have read this book a couple times. Um, one of the things that I noticed from this book, I'm not going to go into the five different lo love languages, but at the very beginning of the book, it talks about the in love experience. So the in love experience that they're talking about is when a couple first meets and they're completely um, over heels for each other. Um, you know, they can't, can't stop thinking about each other. They, um, you know, are just always wanting to constantly be around each other. Um, we see that a lot, you know, on Facebook where you see a new couple and they're always posting pictures and, you know, they, that's all they want to talk about. That's all they want to do is be around that person. So the five love languages, <clears throat> it talks about the in love, ex in love experience is an illusion of marriage really is. And it's not, it talks about <clears throat> that the book refers to the in love experience as being an obsession. And <clears throat> a lot of people that go through this process um, of feeling like that, usually once, um, reality sets in they they feel like they were they were tricked because that wasn't reality um this book talks about that that experience usually at the most lasts about two years um <clears throat> so once that re the reality of that is not what true love is start setting in, um, people feel tricked. They feel like they have, um, you know, they're into a marriage that, you know, they, it, they're not feeling those same feelings as they did at the beginning. So they start feeling like they're not in love with the person. Um, they start feeling like they, um, or not in love with the person, they start withdrawing. Sometimes people separate um, after after that. And reality is is that's not true love. Um, so it goes on to talk about that divorce rates. Um, for a second marriage is even higher for the first marriage and it's even higher in a third marriage as it is in the first and second. Um, 
so there are, <clears throat> um, so what happens is they either, they either choose to start pulling away from the marriage or they decide to go ahead and continue with the marriage and um, start working on what real love is. Well, a lot of times people are blinded by what real love is um, <clears throat> if they're not following Christ. So, you know, what <laughs> the five love languages at the, the front of the book, it talks, it says the secret to love that last. So they're saying that this book is the secret to love that last. Well, I don't agree to that. I believe that that might be a tool that you can use for your marriage. Um, but I believe that this book is the way that a marriage lasts. So the Bible has everything that we need to give instructions on how to love each other and have that true intimacy with each other. Um, it talks about, you know, forgiveness and, you know, the kind of love that we're supposed to have for each other. Um, <clears throat> so over time, you know, the enemy, I have a rope here. So the enemy starts to cut away at our marriage. So things like um, disagreements and the enemy will cut away. And then you'll have um, problems with your children and it causes division. And so it cuts away a little bit more. And then the enemy will use um, boredom and it cut, cuts away a little bit. It uses um, not being not spending enough time with your spouse, any different way that the enemy can use to come against your marriage, he will. And so over time, what happens is when you're not aligned the way that the word wants you to align, the way that our Lord wants us aligned, after a while, after being your marriage being cut on by the enemy for so long, then eventually, like that saying says, you're hanging on by a thread. And so when you're hanging on by a thread, um, a lot of times what happens is people start choosing to leave the marriage be because they feel like there's no hope. Well, Jesus is in the business of restoration. Um, he is the source um, to be able to restore marriages and put it on, <clears throat> put it the way that he, you know, um, he intended if we allow him to. So we need to be structured um, with the word of God. So, <clears throat> you know, um, you know, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 8, you know, it talks about love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own ways. It 
It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. So um, we need to stand on those, those, what the word says to stand on. And so um, all of those things are actions. They're not feelings. So a lot of times people base their love off of feelings and we need to base it off of what um, the Lord is calling us to do in our marriage. And when that happens, you start having strength. You start having, um, you know, strong marriage where you can have those deep connected, um, you know, relationship when you're con connected with our Lord Jesus and then with each other in the marriage. Um there's another scripture in the Bible that says um, it's the cord of three strands. So just like that cord, you know, being cut on, we can also have the cord of three strands where um, the one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves, but a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. So when we're following Christ and we're following um his direction were connected um, in our marriage the way that he wants to. And that's where, you know, that true love and not that in love experience that I had talked about earlier um, that's false and that is not reality. That's where you're going to have the true love for your spouse is the way that uh, Jesus wants us to have it um, for our, our spouse. So we just need to <clears throat> surrender our marriage, surrender our marriage, surrender our lives, and um, follow what the Bible says for marriage. That's where you are going to find the love for each other. So that is all I have for you ladies today. Um, I love all of you guys so much. And um, I'm looking forward to the mini marriage conference this weekend. Um, I find that it's very, very important that all of us use the tools that are in front of us, the godly tools in front of us for marriages. We have the conference this weekend. We also have a marriage class that we meet every Tuesday. It is wonderful. We go most every Tuesday, um, and we have been for the last year. I encourage anybody that is in this area, um, I encourage you to use the tools that are available because at any point, um, you know, even if you feel like your marriage is healthy and good and everything's great, at any point, the enemy can attack. So, I love you all. Let me pray for you really quick. Jesus, I just come to you and I ask you to um, direct these ladies the way that you want them to go with their marriage. Um, continuously have them turn to you in all of their ways um, concerning their marriage and their family. Um, bless their marriages and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
Okay, love all of you guys. Have a great evening. Bye.